Sometimes, you know, in our Christian walk, we always say, hey, I'm sure there's more to this, you know, more to this than this, you know. And we, we want a, a more vibrant Christian walk. Sometimes we, in our Christian walk, we become stale. How many of you have had that experience? Oh, okay. A few of you. Others, oh, very vibrant faith. And every year, no problem. Sometimes we are like that. We say, oh God, I'm just like doing this. Sometimes we go deep up and, and say, hey, we, we need a more vibrant faith. We want to see more miracles. We want to see really supernatural things. And it's happened even for me, even throughout my uh, life, as you say, matured Christian life. <laughs> Many years of Christian work. I ex- accepted Christ when I was form three in uh, Asunta School, yeah. and uh, from three to now, you know. And sometimes Christian work can be a bit, for me, there are times that I, okay, you know, I'm a bit already now, I need to do something, and, and, and we want more, a more supernatural Christian work, and not just things are stale, right? And I think we need to be aware of such things in our life and do something about it, and if not, we can... Well, for if we are still going down or we become very uh, worldly sometimes because there's always a roaring lion out there to get us, we need to be careful that we walk right with the Lord. Okay, so how can we uh, make way for God's power to work in us? Well, how can we make way for God's power to flow in our life, in our ministry? And I'm going to use Acts chapter 3. Uh, 1 to 10 for this message, okay? Let's read together. Chapter 3, verse 1. Okay, 1 to 3. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer, at 3 in the afternoon. Now, a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going to the temple cause. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the hand, the right hand, he helped him up. And instantly, the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what happened to him. Let's pray. Father, thank you, Lord, for all the examples in the Word of God. Lord, you have put it here for us to learn from the man of God, learn even for things that we need to avoid. We ask, dear Lord, the Holy Spirit himself will come. Speak to us, Lord. Lord, we want a vibrant Christian world. We want to make way for the power of God in our lives, that the power of God will flow in our lives, Lord. There will cease opportunity to serve you. So we commit ourselves to you, the Holy Spirit, have his way. Lord, anoint me as a speaker, anoint your people as they hear God's word. Give them a, a listening ear, Lord, and a doer's heart, O oh God. We thank you in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Amen. Making way for God's power to flow. There are three things that I want to bring out from this text. How we can open right, a way for God's power to flow in our lives. First of all, when, it is, we, when we open, we are open to opportunities in ordinary circumstances. So be open to opportunities that God gives you. I've showed this cartoon before when I was preaching in the main service. I thought it's so good. It says, what will the new year bring us? Right? We're in February already. Wow. Time passes so fast, right? We just had a wash night service and now it's February. We had Chinese New Year and, well, we're soon going to have another wash night service. So fast. But, you know, this question, what will the new year bring us? It will bring us opportunities. Opportunities for us to see God's hand to see God's power move in our life. Let's have this mentality. God, I want to see the power of God in my life. I don't want to have that mundane, still walk. Maybe that was 2018. Let's have a vibrant 2019. This year, what is the theme for this year? What? Reach. So it's a theme not just for having a theme sake, but it's for us as members of Glad Tidings, as those who are coming to Glad Tidings, that we will truly have this theme in our walk, even with the Lord, in our walk in the marketplace, which will be the theme that we will follow in our lives. Life is short. Life is short. Teach us in Psalms 90 verse 12. Teach us to number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Huh? Counting our days. Numbering is like counting. Right now we are February, whatever, what day already. We are counting our days. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. When you number of days, when you make, you count your days, that you make your days count, in other way, that every day count. Make our days count. Then that's where wisdom comes in to our life. You know, sometimes we think, wow, you know, I have lots of time. No worry, I have probably 100 years. How many of you like to read 100 years? Why not? If you're strong and healthy, right? 100 years, very short also. But sometimes we think we have many years to go. And on, on that was Thursday. Thursday, I did a committal service for a man who died overseas. And I guess this man would never think that he would, you know, 53 years old. Just retired, 53 years old, went on a holiday, six months holiday to Europe. Wow. Who? Who would find that? But it's sad to say about the last part of his holidays in Czechoslovakia that they lost contact with him. They did not know what happened to him. Then there was the police involved, there was Interpol involved. November, about November 16, they put his date of death. And I just did that, the Mokometer on Thursday, that's February. Sometimes you just don't know, and I, I know it's so hard for the wife. He's crying. The, 
the, he was a Christian before in, in youth, and, but she, has, the wife wasn't, and she was crying as we were singing Amazing Grace. Sometimes our, you know, life is short. We do not know how long we have. And he was cremated because his body was found on the, in, the, in the river. And so they could not take his body back, so they had to cremate and, and bring it back. And it was a sad occasion, you know, doing the committal for the family members with one son. So life is short. We need to count our days, how we live our days. So here we see in Acts chapter 3, 1 to 3, that Peter and John were going about their normal business. They were going to the temple to pray at 3 p.m. It was time for prayer. And we can see here the opportunity that arose for uh, Peter and John in the daily routine of their life, right? Some lessons that we can learn from here, from Peter and John, is they were willing to be interrupted to meet the needs of people. They were going for prayer, and during 3 p.m., probably it's the rush hour, lots of people were going for prayer. And this man came and looked at him, hoping to get some money. And he would say, okay, sorry, or we can just throw some coins and rush off. You know, and hey, no time. I'm going to church. I have no time to minister to anyone. No, no you're taking off my time. You're interrupting me. But we can see here, Peter and John were willing to be interrupted to meet the needs of this lame man who was a beggar. And they could understand, they discerned the need of this man. Of course, literally when you see this man, first of all, you need, he needs money. Because he's lame and every day, the people would bring him to back at the entrance of this gate, beautiful. But there was nothing beautiful about his life. This gate, beautiful, the entrance to the temple was adorned where probably a beautiful stones with gold and so on. But his life was horrible. Every day, the Bible says that this man was about 40 years old. Can you imagine if he was brought there as a child? 30 over years begging at the temple. Nothing was beautiful about his life. So here we see the need. Yes, he needs healing. He needs money. But above all, you know, Peter and John knew that he needs the Lord. He needs Jesus to change his life. And they were willing to act on this need. That's why we see here, he says here, look at us. Look at us. There was a need there and they could meet this need. So let us grab hold of every opportunity that is in our way. In your life, definitely you will have opportunities. You will have opportunities in your offices, in your family, on your holidays, right? And when you're queuing at the road, uh, or to pay something, there will be opportunities for us. Look at Naaman. A story about Naaman. The maid of Naaman helped Naaman by telling her mistress what? The good news. What is the good news? James, uh, 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 1 to 3. The title of this passage is Naaman Healed of Leprosy. That was a miracle. This was the message. Naaman Healed of Leprosy. Leprosy. But someone needed to speak up to Naaman. This maid, this little girl or slave girl could have just kept quiet and not tell about 
you know, there's a prophet in Israel who can help you. And so therefore, here it says here, she said to her mistress, when she found out that Naaman had leprosy, he said, if only, this is all that she said, if only my master would see the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of leprosy. That was her message. That was opportunity for her to share about there is a God in Israel who can heal you. If you're the slave girl, you would have been, what if, you said, keep quiet. Why are you telling about other gods? We have gods here. But he was, she was willing to take the opportunity to share about the God in Israel. And of course, the conclusion, we have heard it. 2 Kings 5.15 says, and when he was healed, I'm going to Jordan River and dipping many times. And this Naaman said, Now I know that there is no God in all the world except in Israel. Because a slave girl was willing to take this opportunity to share about the God that she served in Israel. It says, There is this man now saved and believing in the God of Israel. I'm sure you have families and friends who are pre-believers. As you look back, as you think, ah, yes, this my brother, my sister, my cousin, my... There are many people who can... You can seize the opportunity to reach for the Lord. When you are in any, in any situation, first of all, how we can make way for the power of God to move in our lives is... Being aware, being aware of opportunities. I shared with the, the, the group on Sunday about my holiday in UK. How many of you heard that? Uh, if you were in the service, <laughs> never mind, I will repeat. I was in, were you in the service? Oops, no, uh, you were in the service. Never mind, uh, listen again. Uh. <laughs> I went to UK last December because my goddaughter is studying there doing her uh, media, doing, this year she'll be back. And so therefore, because she was alone there, I said, okay, I will spend Christmas with you, come over, but I have to be back here for Christmas service. So I went there, flew in to uh, use Emirates, okay, I flew Emirates, and uh, I stopped at Dubai, right? Emirates flight to Dubai, Dubai, and went to Newcastle because she's studying in uh, Sunderland, okay? So that's the nearest airport uh, in uh, Newcastle. So, I'm going to tell you something I did that's so silly. Okay? <laughs> Very silly. Because, actually, I was saying, should I tell? After people think you silly, lah, I got the wrong transit. Wow, terrible. I didn't fly to China, don't worry. It's not something like that. <laughs> I flew to, I, I bought the ticket, okay? Flying to, uh, what is it? Dubai. Then I, of course, had to transit. Usually, yeah, it's three hours only, huh? more or less. You quickly run to the next plane to fly to Newcastle. But somehow, when we were doing it in the night, da, 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 I transit to transit about 15 hours. 15 hours waiting at the airport. Wow, was that silly? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, oh no, how am I going to fly? Wait, how do I skip? What do I do in the airport, you know? And so therefore, we try, like, okay, the lounge maybe, you know. Oh, maybe go to see whether got a bed, 
you know, actually there's a place for you to sleep over, and, but you can't pay in their dirt, what money? What's that word? Durham? The whatever name? Huh? The, you, you, the, oh, you got, and it's way expensive. I said, okay, now mind. I will just wait, right, at the airport. So when I was flying from Kuala Lumpur to uh, M, uh, where, Dubai, you know, I, there was a couple who was sitting with me. So I would say, okay, if it's a non-Christian, I got opportunity, lah, yeah, in a sense. So really, you know, there was a couple there. Hmm. And this couple was very smoochy, smoochy, you know, you know, like kissy, kissy. I said, yo, am I going to last seven hours plus, seven hours of journey, you know. Ayo, maybe I had to put a microphone. <laughs> so and I, I managed to talk to him, say, hey, oh, you're from me? Oh, you're believers, you're Christian. Oh, okay. Oh, Christian. Oh, you just got married. Ah, I understand now. <laughs> just married only. Uh, maybe the, those people, long time married, uh, you won't see them hold hands or so. <laughs> Am I right? So he was, hmm. Then I said, oh, I just got, oh, you're on honeymoon. Ah, you went to Bali. Oh, okay. Now you are in Palembo, uh, also honeymoon. Oh, now you're flying back to Egypt. Oh, okay. You're Christians. And then we found out they're strong Christians some more, you know. We just got married, very strong believers. And so in the interaction of uh, us throughout the, uh, in the, the beginning, after that, they went to watch movies and so on. So in the beginning, we managed to talk, and he gave me a prophetic word. Wow. I didn't say I would get married or find a man. No, 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 no. <laughs> huh? No, say find a man in, uh, you know, in uh, England. Or, no, no. He just said, you're going to minister to someone. Minister to someone who is very depressed, like suicidal type. They're not very depressed, very sad. Maybe he saw it like people crying. So, okay. Then in the midst of he giving me, I also gave them a marriage sermon. <laughs> I gave him a wedding sermon. I said, okay, you're a new married couple. Da, da, da. And so then we landed in uh, Dubai. Okay, bye-bye. See you. So on the way, from... 15 hours, oh, oh. so what to do? Walk around, uh, go shopping. But I didn't buy anything. It was too expensive, really too expensive. When I convert, uh, it's not worth, not worth. So the only thing I bought, you guess, anyone want to guess what did I buy? Only thing I bought in the airport. Huh? Food. Water. No, I had my own water. No. Only thing I bought in the airport was Feng Yao. You know what's Feng Yao? The medicated oil, because of a feeling a bit giddy. Then I went to ask them, got any of this oil? Ah, there, that side got the, oh, Feng Yao already got, no? The top, uh, the X one, no? So I went by, mm, then I, I have my own sandwiches, everything, I already prepared everything, so I just add that. And then, okay, uh, 15 hours, walk around. Because he got the prophecy for me, uh, depressed person, uh, so I just walk over, and then look, and who's crying there? Who's anyone is sobbing, crying? Low, low, low. But everyone okay, well, nobody is crying and sniffing there. Nobody wants to commit suicide. No, nothing. You know? Okay, so never mind. I, uh, maybe uh, somewhere else. Uh, so I went back and uh, wow, flight came already. Ooh, so happy. Went to take the next leg, uh, going to Newcastle. Then, next one, got anyone to witness? This one, cannot witness. And why? Actually, God, very good. Uh. Give me rest. <laughs> because there was a seat in between. Oh, empty. Nobody. So we can rest more. Lah. And then actually, there's another man there, quite a big size. So thank God there's a gap here. Huh? 
And the man, first thing he did was put his what? Huh? Headphone. That means he's watching movie. Oh, I cannot disturb. Lah. So now my God, rest. I can sleep. So many hours. Actually, walking around very tired. So I sleep. So I reached Newcastle. Met my goddaughter. Then uh, next day, we, we, we really plan all our trip really because of my short time. I have to be back, you know, 24th of December, got service, huh? 25th. So quickly, quickly run. Then we went to London. Next day, save money, huh? eight hours, you know, take bus. Can you imagine? Ah, next day, I said, never, never. Take money, no need money. Huh? No, they save money, huh? it's okay. You know, eight hours. Then reach London. Then next night, already at night, it's like, Right, well, dude, Eurostar, go to Paris. Ah, okay. And you know, Paris is very dangerous. All those who want to go to Paris, please take note. Huh? It's quite a dangerous place. Yeah, not? Right? So I bought already those inside. Huh? You have that uh, belt, uh, inside belt with all my money, my passport, everything inside. Safe, ma. And then it's cold, you know, winter. One, two, three, four. <laughs> You know, I'm so I went over to, to Paris with uh, three of us, with another friend, uh, uh, and because at least one guy with us, you know, is safer. Lah, with us. So we went there, and um, when we landed there, the next day we went around, went to the palace. And After that, next day I had a phone call from my uh, one of our members, Wendy and, and uh, you know, Mandy and Paul. She said, uh, My daughter, Leanne, Leanne, you know, Leanne is there. Uh, with a friend, uh, can you please uh, 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 meet up with them and uh, help them because they are very traumatized. I said, what happened? Because the friend, uh, when she landed in, uh, in the train station or whatever, uh, her, she lost a new iPhone. You know, it was a uh, new iPhone, you know, uh, taken away, uh, what do you call it? Pickpocket. Uh, pickpocket straight away, I walked so fast. As I say, must be careful. Make sure you got zip, 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 everything. Huh? So it will not be taken. I was very careful. Everything uh, covered. Cannot lose iPhone. Huh? So this one, wow. So I said, oh, please meet her. I said, okay, I will meet her. Don't worry. Uh, so next day, I said, okay, where to meet? I told Adrian, why don't we meet at Eiffel Tower? Because we are going to Eiffel Tower. We met there. And this girl is non-believer. Okay? Non-Christian. And so in the midst of it, I talk, 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 talk. Walk with her. Talk, talk, talk. And also, oh yeah, okay, yeah, poor thing. Oh. Uh, why how your mother say? Mother say it's okay, la. just enjoy, la. it's okay. I can buy new phone. You know? Wow, so good. La. Mother never scold. Ah. Never say, why are you so careless? One? Uh, never say. So very good. Never say anything like that. Okay, so I just say, I'll talk about her job. I mean, her, her, she's studying in uh, UK. And an opportunity for me, right? Then I share with my one minute weakness. But more than one minute, I've got so long. Eh? So more than one, we talk about oh, I cry, share with her. And in the, in the midst of sharing, her, I said, do you, do you want to receive Jesus? Do you want to receive Jesus? And she said, yeah, I, I want. Wow, come on, give the Lord a hand. This is opportunity. Walking with her, God already prepared her heart, I believe. I prepared her heart that, you know, and I was just sharing with her how I lost my iPhone, you know. The last trip, I lost my iPhone in Emirates also, actually. But... Uh, that one got, got returned back my iPhone and says I found back my iPhone. On the way, journey back, I found my iPhone. So till I did pray la, that, well, never mind, maybe 
wherever you can, hopefully you can find. But actually, even you find your, her, her iPhone, she dare not go and take her, because it's so dangerous there, she said. You know, so she, when we went to the cafe, she said, okay, right now, because we are five of us there today, now at this cafe, we are going to say the sinner's prayer with her. And in that Paris cafe, what are you? She accepted Jesus as her personal saviour and her Lord. Come on, yeah. It was uh, something to remember, huh? like accepting Jesus. So opportunities are there for us. Holiday, wherever it is. I have shared Christ in the hospital, wherever. We have a lot of opportunities to share, okay? So let us be willing huh, to share. How many of you have attended the one-minute weakness? Put up your hand. Oh, so few? Ah, those who didn't put up the hand. April 5th and 6th. Oh, free admission. 5th April is a cell group timer. 6th April. Can you share your weakness? Can you share uh, testimony and your the uh, one-minute weakness? Just one minute can I? Uh? Is it possible? Do you think it's possible to share my testimony, to share about Jesus died, Jesus rose from the dead, what changed my life? One minute! How many of you think it's possible? Oh, the others all say no. <laughs> it's possible. I did that many times. I went to pay, you know, for my bolster. I, I used bolster, okay? Confession. Uh, so bolster, I went to buy and I was paying this bolster and I, can I share with you? Do, 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 do. I can share. Say, wow, your Christians are very... Very good, nice people. And also, I was paying something. Can I share with you? I, I just didn't do the last part. You know why? I've got another person come and pay. <laughs> Only the last part, but I was able to... to, to even my doctor, my uh, specialist. You know, specialist, time is money, right? Uh, you think that, yeah, please go, 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 next one. You know, but I shared with him more than one minute. Because he also asked me, you think you can pray for other people, not my patient? So why not? Of course. You know? So the opportunities abound for us. And one minute weakness is fantastic. It will help you share about Jesus Christ and then your testimony. And it's possible. So please take note. Huh? Can you put on your phone now? Everybody, take your phone and put huh? 5th and 6th April huh? and sign up for this. It will really help you because... Many times, uh, we as uh, believers, we, you they don't share. Lah. You know, we're scared of uh, people reject. They don't know what to say. But this one, you just pop, 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 pop and say, uh, nobody's going to scold you. And nobody say, because it is it's something that is so, um, called, not confrontational. You share, you know, your testimony. Nobody will scold you. And you share testimony plus what you believe, you know, about Jesus' death and Jesus' resurrection. You can. It's possible. So sign up for it. Okay? So the next thing is how do we right, make way for the, for the God's power to flow? Is when you seize opportunity. Look at opportunities God gives you. Because this opportunity God gives you, God is with you. God will help you. God will guide you. This opportunity given to you. You've got to grab it and do something about it. Okay, second way is um, know who we are. Know what we possess as a believer. So know what we as believers possess. Okay, we have something. Can you imagine this poor, lame person 
40 years lame at the temple. This was supposed to be the house of God, you know. This was supposed to be the home of the Lord. Wasn't his presence there in the temple? Nothing changed. Nothing changed for him. There was nothing going for him. There nothing that the temple could offer him. You know, when Jesus was hung on the cross, when he uttered, it is finished, you heard of the curtain, right? It was torn. How was it torn? It was not bottoms up, you know. It was torn up to down. Right? From the top, like, like God tearing the curtain, it went down. That was the way the curtain was torn. And what does, this, does it signify, the tearing of the curtain when Jesus said, it is finished. Yes, we believe it means that now a way is open for us to go into the Holy of Holies. A way is open for us to go into the presence of the Lord. But more than that, it's not only just that. It means also when the curtain was torn from the top to the bottom, it means that you and I have now the presence of God, that God's presence now dwells in us. As believers, we have God's presence in our lives. Colossians 1.27 says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Turn to your name and say, Christ is in you. That's right. So what do we possess? We possess God's presence. God is with us wherever we go. God is with us. In difficult situations, He does not leave us. In you know, terrible moments, He's with us. So God's presence is with us. It's not in the building. It's not in the building. It's not in the temple. That This temple, that temple I'm talking about, that temple at that time, God's presence is not there anymore. But it was in the two disciples coming up the stairs who was going to meet Him. And, he was, and these two disciples was the one that would bring the presence of God and the miracle into his life. The miracle did not come out of the temple. The miracle came from these two disciples who had the presence of God in their lives. Same way, because the presence of God is in my life. Christ in me, the hope of glory. I can bring hope to those around me. I can bring salvation to those around me. The salvation that God gives to them. I bring salvation by the Lord Jesus Christ into their lives. So Peter said, silver or gold have I none, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and rock, walk. And then taking him by the hand, he helped him out. And instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. So another thing that we have here is we have the authority in the name of Jesus. We have authority in the name of Jesus. Whose hand was it who touched the lame man? Whose hand? Whose hand? Peter's hand? Right, not true. Peter's hand. He touched him, he helped him. But in a way, it is also God's hand. Because we are God's hands. We are God's feet reaching out to them. It is God's power that flows through us as a channel to bring healing to that man. 
So you must believe it, that we have the authority in the name of Jesus. Sometimes maybe we feel that, wow, oh, this person's sick, I dare not pray. Have you ever thought, what if that person dies? Huh? Maybe you say, what if I, then you'll blame me that I killed that person. No, of course not. There are times, yes, it's timing, God's timing. When we pray for sick, it's God's timing. Sometimes when God chooses to take that person also. But the Bible says that in the name of authority, of, we have the authority in the name of Jesus. And you need to exercise the authority. How do you pray? Sometimes you pray, God, you will heal him. God, you will touch him. No, you know, you will learn from here how God, how Peter and James prayed. Huh? It is in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, walk. In the name of Jesus, be healed. And that's how you can pray. When you pray for your uh, loved ones, the sick, just pray in the name of Jesus, the healing power of God will flow and you'll be healed in the name of Jesus. Learn to have that authority. You know, the more I pray in the name of Jesus, the more miracles I see. You know, missions. Uh, Helen, this is my, my boss, Philippines boss wife. <laughs> the husband is my Philippine boss. And we see a lot of miracles in Philippines. We see deaf here, blind eyes see, you know, those who have backaches here. And, and you know, you think, why only in Philippines? Why not here? I, I, I tell you, you can fit here. And so I, I see it here also. I've, I remember going to a cell group and this person has very, very bad egg. You know, he said, oh, okay. So I said, now, man, come. Sit down. You, you learn this. Many times people have bad egg because uh, that one leg short, one leg long. Uh. So I said, sit down and uh, let me look up. Yeah, you see? One leg longer. Wow. I can also say, okay, that's it. <laughs> Demonstration, uh, you know why, uh, you long one leg long, uh, and short. That's it. No. I said, in the name of Jesus, I said, okay, come. Let's pray. Let's pray for the leg to grow. Wow, this type of thing, uh, sometimes you're very scared. Uh, what if it doesn't grow? Uh? Have you ever thought of that? How many of you dare not pray because you fear? Yeah, yeah, I know. But never mind. These are all opportunities for you. It's God's name. It's not you who can heal. God asks us to pray in the name of Jesus. I pray that by faith. I pray by faith. So I say, in the name of Jesus, we ask, command this left leg to grow. To grow in Jesus' name. Wow, I see. Okay, it's growing. Oh, yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Grow. Okay, stop because we don't want to be one longer again. Not the other side. Still pain because now one longer. And therefore, wow, it happens in my life because I'm willing. Is that say open the opportunity? How can you see the miracles of God? How can you let the power of God flow? Because you must, first of all, be open to opportunities. Sometimes we all are mukka, ah, my face, ah, is yeah, the one ah, face, ah, I'm embarrassed. No, be willing to, right? Believe God, faith. You know why Eddie Young, you know, many of you might know Eddie Young. It's just, you know, he has a lot of miracles. Because you see, uh, his, his faith is very strong. Uh. He don't care, he just pray in Jesus' name. And therefore, we need to allow that. Uh, God, you use me. I'm going to pray. I'm not, it's my mouth face or whatever. We're going to, it's your name that's going to be glorified. And that's very important too. When you give God the glory, 
It's not your glory, it's God's glory. So in the name of Jesus, and after that, if you see, in other verses, you can go back and read 11 onwards, he, he had opportunity to say, hey, you know, you see this man? Let me tell you, you killed Jesus, you know, but God raised him up from the dead. And this, by the faith of Jesus Christ, is this man healed. Well, that's right. Once you have all these miracles, you can also share, hey, you know, it's not me. It's God. It's Jesus. Okay, so we have this opportunity. Let us use it. We have the presence of God. We have the authority in God's name. We have a message of hope for the world. And you have a message. No other message of hope except this message of hope. Jesus loved them. Jesus died for them. And Jesus raised from the dead to be their saviour. Lastly, so God works through people, right? Uh, one plus one is a completely different equation when we hook up with God. Uh, John Maxwell said, one plus one is a uh, different equation. There's power, right, that comes when we are hooked up with God. Ephesians 5, 15, okay, this one says, be careful how you live. Let us not be unwise, but wise. And let us make use of every opportunity. Okay, last one is we make way for God's power to flow when we exercise authority in Jesus' name. You can know a lot of things. You can know the Word of God. You know who you are. You know who the child of God. You know power. But you need to exercise it. You need to put it into action. One thing is knowing. Another thing is really exercising your faith. Exercising it in the name of Jesus. Okay, so therefore, when Peter and John prayed, right, they took hold of the authority given to them that in the name of Jesus, this lame man will be healed. There's this um, Aquinas, Thomas Aquinas. He went to visit the Pope. And the Pope was counting money. And the Pope said, to Thomas, Thomas, the church can no longer say silver and gold have none. Because now the church is very rich. But you don't say really silver and gold have I none. Because they have lots of money. But Thomas quickly says, and neither can the church say arise and walk. Right? No money. You've got lots of money, but can you now say still? Arise and walk. The church has the power of God. We must recognize that there is great authority in the name of Jesus. We have authority to heal, to restore, to release, to deliver, authority to advance His kingdom. So God has, Jesus has invested in you and I the power that's available for us to bring healing, to bring salvation, to bring deliverance. In other verses, Matthew 28, 18, Jesus says, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. All authority, then it belongs to Jesus. But the good thing is, he says, All authority has been given to me, and now I give you. Wow. I give you the authority. It's rather, wow, take and exercise it. Take it and exercise it. How would you know it will not happen? The miracle will not happen unless 
you are willing to exercise that authority. Exercise. Whoever is sick, don't recommend, just recommend the, the, all the you know, medicine, recommend all the pills and all your... Pray. You can recommend, but pray. Meaning is to pray in Jesus' name. Exercise first the authority in the name of Jesus. Luke 9, 1-12. He says here, when Jesus had called the twelve together, what did he give them? He gave them power and authority to drive out demons and cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God. So Christ has invested authority in us. You receive the authority and use, exercise the authority. Last verse, Mark 16, 15. He says here, He gave His authority to all them that believe. Do you believe? If you believe, what does it say? He gave you authority. Are you a believer? Are you a believer of Christ? Do you believe in Jesus Christ? If you believe, it says here, I'm going to, you know, trust this word that He has given you authority. Turn to your name and say, He's given you authority. Come on. Tell Him, you have been given authority. And today, there's opportunity for you. Go and pray for the sick. Right? If it's a backache, right, you can try. Not try, do it. See whether one leg is longer than the other. And command that leg to grow in Jesus' name. I've seen it so many times. It just grows. It's the power of God. It's not us. It's not us. And then you can opportunity. How? Wow. It is faith in the name of Jesus that has caused you to be healed. That's what Peter said. It's faith in the name of Jesus. The God that I serve that has made you well, that saved you. Many Christians estimate difficulties in the light of their own resources and thus attempt little and often fail in the little they attempt. But all God's giants have been weak men who did great things for God because they reckoned on His power and presence with them. Those who did great things, you think that, wow, I'm sure they all are well, very powerful. No, many of them have been weak men. They were also afraid. But what was the difference? Weak men who trusted God. Weak men who did attempt great things because they say, it is His power and His presence with me. I'm not able, but God is able. You know, D.L. Moody, I conclude with this story of D.L. Moody. You know, in the 19th century, he's probably the, one of the greatest speakers, greatest uh, minister. Actually, he's a layman huh? who has won many, many to the Lord. But he was illiterate, cannot speak well. He was, but when he later became a shoe salesman, and he was one of the best sales shoe, uh, shoemen, one of the top sales. Illiterate, and when he was uh, taking membership, do you know he flung his membership class? Huh? How can fling? nobody will fail membership class? But he flung it because illiterate. Then he decided he would sell his shoe business and then 
serve God as a layman. You know, when he spoke in the uh, church, you know, one of the persons says, one of the deacons told him, I think, uh, you know how insulting, I think you could best serve God by remaining silent all the rest of your life. Wow. After speaking, can you imagine someone speak to you? Hey, I think best you serve God. I keep quiet. But he became one of the greatest evangelists of a century, in the 19th century. Thousands and thousands of souls he won to the Lord. He was the greatest influencer of Christ in that century. Because you know what happened? He heard someone say this. He, heard this. he said, The world has yet to see what God will do with and for and through and in and by the man who is fully consecrated to God. The world has yet to see what God will do with, for, true, by the man who is fully yielded to him, consecrated to him. And he says, you know, what he says, says a man. He did not say the greatest man, or he did not say a learned man, a smart man. He just said a man. He heard this saying. He just said a man. And I'm going to be the man. God will use. I'm going to consecrate my life and I will do the best to be that man. That's so why he became the greatest influence, influencer of his time. God says, say, I will be that man. And whatever God's calling upon you today, will you be that best person that you can be for the Lord, that you can see the miracles, can I have the music, musicians who uh, come up? That God, I will be that woman, that man who will be yielded to you to see salvation of souls, to see miracles that is brought to people and will turn them to Jesus Christ. Let's stand up. Let's, and musicians? Yeah, they're saying, oh, maybe you were <laughs> dreaming. <laughs> no, la, they were thinking of which song to sing. La, just looking at that. <laughs> So, uh, they're discussing, oh, what song? Uh? Oh, your pastor said the sentence, uh, that, that, that sermon, uh, yo, which song? <laughs> so, which song? So, let's stand to our feet. Be willing to be that man, that woman, like Peter and John. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. In the name of Jesus, by faith in the name of Jesus, this man is healed. Be willing to be that influencer to those around us. To speak with authority. It's not your authority, but the authority given to you. And you can be authority. Well, can speak with authority. Because God is in you. Yeah.
Going to make the church here a altar call, an altar area. That means wherever you're standing is your altar. Because I want you to declare ten declarations. Sometimes we want to rise up for the Lord, but there are many times we have all those situations that want to defeat us. Those things we have gone through that say, say. You're nothing. Hey, you are not able to. Hey, you know, you have failed so many times. And the things that maybe happen in our childhood, you know, happen in our office that people say about us, that have affected us and we feel very low. We feel very belittled. We feel that, you know, people look down on me. But I'm going to help you by helping you to declare this. And these decorations are from the Word. It's not, I'm saying, hey, you know, declare it, what man made things. No, we don't declare the Word of God. And may these decorations help you to rise up above your intimidation by people. Your feeling that you are not able to. The people think lowly of you. My boss, you know, have been saying that I'm stupid. The boss has said that, you know, you are not able to, you cannot meet your targets. You are not able, you are not good enough. But this declaration will help you rise up because you are declaring the Word of God. And I want you to read it, not just a reading, but declare, declare it, declare it, okay? Let's show the decorations. So, I, you will say, I declare, and then we read the whole thing. Okay, you see, if not, those from the back can so see that side. Okay, one, two, three. I declare. I am a child of God, forgiven and loved by God. I will serve the Lord all the days of my life with gladness. I declare, I hear and follow the voice of the Good Shepherd and follow not the voice of the stranger. I am doing the right thing in the right way and the right time. I declare, 
I am receiving an abundant supply of wisdom and understanding from God. I will know how to apply God's Word accurately in every situation. I declare I am more than conqueror. The Lord always brings me through and I am victorious. I am a winner in Christ. I declare I am not intimidated by the enemy and I have a sound mind and a spirit of courage and boldness. I am prepared and ready to face every challenge the day brings. I declare I am not weary in doing the good things God has called me to do. I will not quit, but I will persevere and overcome. I will reap a harvest on the seeds I have sown at exactly the right time. I declare I am valuable because of who made and because of the price Jesus paid for me. I am here for a divine purpose. No one else is like me. I have been fearfully and wonderfully made by God. I am unique, special and extraordinary to God. I declare I am equipped for every good work that God has planned for me. I am called and anointed by God to serve Him. I will fulfill my destiny. I, have, I declare I have favour with God and with man. I am surrounded with favour like a shield. Now is my time. This is the appointed time of God's vision for my life to come to pass. I declare I will seize every opportunity given to me by God. I will be fruitful. I will multiply. I will replenish. I will subdue. And I will have dominion in this world each day of my life. Let's give the Lord a clap. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Let's raise the hand to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask uh, Brother Kenneth to come and just pray for each one of us. Even as we have declared, let's pray that we will lift those decorations. I'm going to ask you as, uh, come, Brother Kenneth, come and pray for them. Uh, as a uh, layman or, okay, to declare over them today.